Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. Before you had your first baby, did you read any books? My sister advised me to choose one and then find some friends who are parents that I respected and not to look any further afield. I ended up with Baby Love and My Sister, that is Baby Love by Robin Barker. But what I focused on was all about my baby, what I should eat whilst I was pregnant, then where she should sleep, the essential items I needed when I got home. The idea that being a parent was more than keeping my baby alive was far from my mind. Sunny Sanchez is a childhood development researcher, and she's written a series of books that's all about helping parents to get their head around what it really means to start a family, beyond the brand of wet wipes that will be the least abrasive to their newborn bums. The first book is called Welcome to Parenthood, How to Design a Fabulous Family Life, and it's designed to be read before you have your babies. Hi, Sunny. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Why is it important to get a sense of this parenting gig before you have a baby? In my research, I found exactly what you're talking about, which is parents preparing themselves which is great, but mainly about the physical part of it, caring for your baby, how to feed a baby, how to change a baby, how to get over, you know, those first three months, which, of course, is very important and it's huge. Um, But I I noticed that there wasn't really anything about um, how to build a relationship with your baby from day one. Because once your baby's changed and fed right I mean there's a whole there's there's a whole universe there and you've changed by having the baby you've started something which I think is really it's strange that we don't think this way but I certainly wasn't thinking that way that in having a baby I had started a family that was just going to continue to grow and develop but I'd never thought about what that meant like what did that mean in terms of how I want to look after them when they can talk or how I want to sleep with them or how we're going to parent together. Um, You do, I like that you say, um, it's something you mentioned in your book, is that they always talk about babies not coming with a manual. But then all of your research showed that there were plenty of manuals out there. (laughs) And I have to say that is true of my experience as well, particularly in this job. You find lots of books pointing out ways that you can parent but your, yours comes with a bit of a caveat, doesn't it? It's about finding out who you are as a parent and then finding the right support. Is that right? Like looking for the right pointers to how to do it well. It's about um, a few things. One of them is, yes, to question. Because I think questioning is crucial when we are thinking of having kids. Uh, and as we continue building that relationship. But also, yeah, I mean... Again, in my research, I kept coming across this word, you know, kids and babies don't come with a manual. Sure, I mean, they're not going to hand you a manual as they come out of the vagina. (laughs) (laughs) It would be quite uncomfortable (laughs) if they did. But, you know, you can still learn. And And parenting is a learning process, right? Exactly. And, And I'm all about embracing eclecticism rather than information overwhelm. So, yes, there are many things out there. And sometimes it can get really overwhelming, which is why 
um, I wanted to to create, to to be of service, to write a book that was um, conversational, that was accessible, right? Because as a new parent, I'm not going to go and sign up for the you know child development membership just yet. You know, if this wasn't my work, I I wouldn't be doing it. You know, I would want something that's accessible and non-judgmental, and entertaining and honest, and um, so that's what I aimed. We pointed out something there about the information overload that's out there and the approach that you had with this book was that you wanted it to be conversational. You wanted it to be something that people can access easily. I'm wondering how easy it is to actually comprehend what you've written about in the book before you have kids. You know, people always come up to you and they'll say, you can't get it. You won't understand until you have the baby. And in many respects, I understand that. I could never have perceived what my life would be like once I had the baby, no matter how many people told me. What's your thoughts on that? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I can understand also how that could be perceived that way. And um, I still think that preparation is key. And I think we need to start being open about preparing ourselves, even when we don't fully understand what it's going to be about because the book, and, and as it say, it's the book that you need to read before the baby arrives because there are just little tools that would support you to get to understanding, actually, what this is all about. And of course, once you hold, hold your baby and meet your baby, it's going to be different and the experience is going to be unique for each parent. But the preparation can happen before. And not just about changing nappies, but about communication and those conversations that you were talking about with your partner, right? Like, how do you want to parent together? Do you see things differently? What were your childhood experiences? I mean, that all informs the way that we, you know, it, it informs the way that we take parenting, really, and our relationship with each other, with our, with our child, with our partner. So... I, I I think it's time to move to move away from that. Oh, I don't know anything. I won't really get it. I won't really know what it is until I... There, there are ways and there are things that you can definitely prepare for before. It makes um, so much sense. And of course, I did nothing of that before I had my <laughs> children. I think what I, what I take from that as well in terms of having those conversations and thinking about how you want to do things is that... In a, in a situation where you generally have no control with your own baby, you have a sense of a path, right? Like I just kind of fumbled my way through it and it wasn't until they were older that I looked back and then sort of thought, oh, well, I can look forward now and I can plan how I want to parent. But I hadn't thought about that before the baby. It strikes me as what you're proposing might give people a more pleasurable experience of entering that world. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Okay, we're on to that. Good. Exactly. I mean, because that is what's happening. When you get your child being a toddler, three years old, four, five, you know, you're entering the tweens. And, and, and that's when I've noticed people start asking questions and looking for help, and, and which is great. You know, asking for help at any point, it's, it, it's, it's great. But what I've found is that prevention really is the solution to most people's and parents' problems because you're a step ahead, right? You are, you don't, this doesn't mean that you're going to know the answer to every single question, but it just means that you're going to be in a position to know what is within your capacity when you have the tools, when you have the information, when you have the support. 
instead of waiting till things have spiraled down and you know now it's we're a mess. mess and it's exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's you're just describing my early parenting life that's all um you also talk about designing a family life and some people might hear that voice that word design and think that sounds a bit prescriptive what do you mean when you use that word when I look at my life or, you know, this is happening to me, this is happening to my child, this is happening to us as a family, there is this sense of helplessness. But when I think of myself as a designer, as a creator, there is this sense of ownership, right? I take responsibility for my actions. I take responsibility for my choices, my feelings, my thoughts. And... Um, and it's all about empowerment, really. And I know this is another word we've been hearing a lot and it's been thrown here and there. And, but it's an awesome word and it's worth unpacking it because for me, when I did unpack it, um, for me, empowerment is a multidimensional process that allows human beings to retain our capacity to act independently, to make our own free choices. How many of us still... You know, feel that freedom. Especially that not freedom. with children. We often yeah. act in, um, like you said, not at prevention time. We often act when a crisis hits and we think, oh boy, how did we get here? Okay, how do we move away from that? Yeah. And that's because we've walked into it without much conscious thought. And ideally you would actually go, how do I move from that? But a lot of the times that doesn't, that question doesn't even pop up. You know, it's like it's just we're just rolling with it with no with no tools and with no support. But if we if we prepare before and if we have this sense of, yes, this is our family. What do we want to do with it? What, where do we want to go together? Then it really creates this sense of we are a team rather than this is happening to us. And, and, and I'm just I don't know where to go from here. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Suni Sanchez. She's a child development researcher and author of Welcome to Parenthood, How to Design a Fabulous Family Life. And Suni was just talking about what the word design really means to her. And um, it's about being empowered and aware of the choices you make as a parent, as a family, as you move forward. This book, Welcome to Parenthood, is a first of four, and it's designed for parents to read before they have their baby. Sounds so sensible, and I am sure many of us didn't do these things, like actually talk to our partner about how we wanted to parent, all those sorts of things, which is fabulous. What do you think is the most important thing parents should be across before they have their baby? I mean, your book's probably, it's, it's full of different advice, right? But if you had to pull out one key thing uh, that parents should do before they have their, their baby, what would it be? Can I pull two things? <laughs> yes. Oh, go on. I love that. Push back. Have two. Um, I would say prepare yourselves. I mean, and this goes, again, beyond knowing how to change nappies. But talk to other parents, like what you did. Talk to older parents who seem to have the job down pat. See what other parents are doing. And, you know, some of them may, you know, may not agree with you. you may not, you know, you may not feel um, that that's something you want to do. But that's also part of the research. I call it parent research. Do your parent research. And um, because that, that really starts informing you as to where you want to start. You know, this is just a starting point. This is not, this is going to be the, you know, the end of my whole parenting life. This is literally just a starting point. And the other one, um, 
would be ask yourself, what do you think of children? Because there is a range of <laughs> society biases towards children. And I think um, understanding where you're coming from, it's a, it's a very good starting point again. For me, uh, I see children and babies as complete human beings from day one. And for me, that allows me to relate to them at that level, which which then helps me not to feel that I have to be in control at all times, but that I'm really in a relationship with another human being. But what is it for you? And, and that's when the questioning is really helpful because you start realizing what is it that you've been conditioned um, to and uh, or what do you believe or what do you want to believe and I think all this I mean questioning questioning will be if I had to choose one thing it'll be questioning and all this questioning takes you to the next level I love that idea about thinking about your attitude to children because it is something that's so important in in terms of how you bring them up and treat them as they get older as well isn't it I look finally as I mentioned this is one of four books what comes after this <laughs> great question uh, book two is a roadmap for the first seven years of family life so it's not just about the child because I believe that family living needs to be about the whole family, not just the child thriving or the parent thriving, but everyone, right? I mean, we all want to be happy and we all want to experience positive mental health. And so it's a roadmap, um, again, to support us in a non-judgmental way to go through life together. Because, um, as you said, it is way more um, exciting and pleasurable and um, you want to do it when, when you are, when you all are on board. Yeah. Okay, so that's the second book. Then you've got a third and a fourth. Do you yes. take this all <clears throat> up to teenage years? Because that's what I'm most concerned about. <laughs> My kids are only six and four. I think I have... <laughs> Look, I believe that the seven years, if you have a strong foundation, you are set Oh, for okay. Life. I need the second book. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to get back in touch with you when that one's out. Sunny, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much. That was Sunny Sanchez. She's a child development researcher and author of Welcome to Parenthood, How to Design a Fabulous Family Life. And we'll pop a link up to the book on our website. Just head to kindling.com.au. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.